Bridges. It's our pleasure to present to you the newest name in Delaware sports and sports around the world who has had absolutely no success in the real world, so he's dedicated his life to talking sports. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right. It's another morning with me, Coach Muddle. 4222428. Coach Muddle, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just type it in, be part of the show. We're going to try and fit everything in this hour. Got tons of stuff. Uh, crazy week filling in for Gary and his show uh, this week. Uh, a debacle of what it was, but uh, we have survived. Uh, they still let me in the building, which surprises me every time I get, uh, they allow me in the building. You know, I always, uh, you know, you go to work, you hit the badge, you wonder, is it going to work this morning? That's me. That's me. So, I digress. Uh, <clears throat> all right, four two 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 four two eight. Uh, so the women advance is I don't know anybody really watching women's soccer? Um, no, not me. Anyway, uh, not to say that I wouldn't. It's just you know I so much other stuff on to watch. Um, you know, eighteen reruns, stuff like that. I don't, I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, so Nevada Nick joining us a little later, and uh, you know, he hyped up. You know, Phillies winning four in a row, and they were going to continue that streak against the Miami Marlins. But um, unfortunately, that didn't uh, that didn't work out for him uh, because the Phillies lost last night, and uh, Atlanta won, so they lost a game that way, and. Uh, And then I have uh, I read this article earlier this morning, and I'm trying to find it that the Cowboys are not gonna pay Ezekiel Elliott. So, hmm, where I don't I don't I don't understand that. He he is your guy. I mean, he is the workhorse of that offense. I mean, he allows Dak Prescott to be pedestrian. I, and, and I'm sorry, but Dak is pedestrian as far as, you know, having to carry the team. He's not that guy. And okay, we saw some flashes when they added Amari Cooper. Uh, Jason Witten going to come back, 
which, you know, they have, uh, you know, and and that offensive line isn't as good as it was was a few years back. But you know what? They are still an A-plus uh, offensive line. I will give them that. So, but Elliot's your guy. You're you're not gonna. Uh, but I mean, that's kind of their mo now. You know, they did that with uh, with Murray. They said go find, go get your money elsewhere, and they ran him into the dirt. And I can just see that happening again. And, uh, you know, what is this year four for him? So he's got one more, you know, they option him one more year and then he can go elsewhere and find money. I just, um, I don't, I don't know how that, how that works out for them, you know? Um, oh, so I, I, I don't, I just don't know what the thinking is behind that. I just don't. Because uh, uh, that's just uh, not. I, I'm that's not my thinking, you know. But the guy carried you, and that's how you're gonna repay him. And I, I understand part of that can be the uh, off the field issues, but somebody's gonna pay him. And you know, I'm just. I'm. I'm sorry. This computer just not working for me. It just can't. It's like, you know, it's an annoyance. Let's just put it that way. Can I just say annoyance uh, with that? So anyway, not. Especially, you're you're looking at the NFC East. You have the Giants with Saquon Barkley, the Redskins, who I believe have a nice one-two with Dice and uh, AP. Uh, and then Elliot, obviously, with Dallas. And then there's the Eagles, who <clears throat> just refuse to get a running back. Yeah, they'll just, you know, they just kind of piecemeal it. And, uh, okay, uh, I, I still think you need a a back that can play. You need a workhorse. You still need a workhorse. I don't care what offense you're running, what you're doing you need a workhorse to help you. And I think that Elliot and Prescott go hand in hand. Elliot is the reason why Prescott is successful in Dallas. And without him, you're taking a big risk because you're going to have to put more of the load on Prescott, and I don't think that he will be able to handle that load, you know, and, and that's part of what the Giants and the Redskins 
and, and the Redskins got hung up with the injuries it, it, both times, you know, with Dice hurting himself in training camp, I think it was, or and he was out for the season, which opened the door for AP, who, who did a serviceable job, and then Alex Smith getting hurt. But you needed that back because you got to get that – young quarterback and you need to take some pressure off him and the only way to do that is to have a running game and establish it and you know and I and I know everybody's going to start to well Philly hasn't done to do that and Carson Wentz yeah look at Carson Wentz look at what happened has he finished the season yet did he win the Super Bowl no he didn't do any of those things, but you paid him. Go, go figure that. I, I don't, don't understand that. But there's a reason why you need that back for that, and that's why the Giants went and got Barkley because they knew they're getting a young back and they're going to need somebody to take the pressure off of them. Washington did the same thing, and you know and, and and i'm sorry philadelphia is going to go back to being that philadelphia which is going to be at the top of mediocrity there you go top of mediocrity they're going to win 10 games every year back to the andy reed uh you know we're going to win 10 games we're going to go to the playoffs and we're going to get we're going to be done and and, and that's that's where they're going to be because a they have no running game they and they have a quarterback who can't finish a season who they've paid a ton of money which is now going to hamstring them in building the rest of their team and putting pieces around them so that's where where I'm at this morning so I'm going to take a quick time out and uh when we get back, we'll take your calls, 422-2428. Coach Muddle, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just type it in and be part of the show. All right, we'll be right back. ESPN 930 AM and 102.1 FM, Delaware Sports Station. All right, it's me, Coach Muddle. And you're in the huddle. Let's jump on the phone line. You're in the huddle with Coach Muddle. Who's this? Hey, Coach, it's uh, Gator Dan. How you doing this morning? All right, how you doing this morning? Good, good. Hey, uh, I was thinking after we talked yesterday about the high school stuff, and I wanted to pick up on that a little bit if you got time. Sure, go ahead. Um, I was thinking, you know, with all of these these uh, prep schools and private schools and stuff like that, taking kids, you know, from public schools, it kind of, in a way, is like robbing adolescents. Like, I remember growing up as a, as a elementary kid and middle school kid, we lived by the stadium, and I could hear the press box, you know, Friday nights, and I'm like, you know, someday that's going to be me playing for, for my high school. Right. And uh, between 8th and ninth grade, St. Thomas, that, you know, powerhouse down here in Fort Lauderdale, um, was trying to recruit me and I didn't know about it. And my the plantation high school coach called me up and said, Hey, 
you know, and I was in Canada over the summer and he found me and he's like, they're trying to get you. And I'm like, well, no, I'm, I'm a plantation guy. <laughs> and it's kind of like loyalty is lost nowadays. And I think that transcends to the college level and, and to the pros where you have these people that care on what team they're on as long as you're, they're getting the bucks, you know? Uh, absolutely. but and, and, I, and I think it's, it's, you know, we've opened the door with the, the way we give out scholarships now because now they're, it's like a one-year deal. You're not getting a four-year ride anymore. You're getting a one-year. You're a year-to-year guy, and right. now and now with the portal, you can transfer and move around. And part of that is, you know, we allow coaches to do that. We allow coaches to, you know, get at, just up and leave out of their contract and and move on to the next place. And so. You know, that's how we have set the example for the kids, and now they're following it. And and it's just a trickle down. It's from we see it in college, and now we're seeing it at the high school level. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. You know, it's like you think back, you know, growing up, you know, you had players that, you know, they grew up in a state. They wanted to play for that. They wanted to represent their home kind of deal. Right. And uh, they'd go to the big leagues, and they were happy to get a team, and they stayed there their whole career. Right. And, uh, and then now the it's just chasing the dollar. Yep. And I, I think I remember the first time, like, shaking my head was when Elway said, you know, you know, if he was drafted, I think it was the Colts, he right. wouldn't play. Right. I'm like, can you imagine turning down an NFL <laughs> contract? Right. It's like... Well, he had a contract with the Yankees. He had one with the Yankees. The yeah. Yankees were ready to give him money. So, uh, and he was a heck of a third yeah, baseman, if yeah. I remember correctly. No, he's you know, guy's a fantastic athlete, no doubt. And all these kids are, you know, they're not getting pulled into these, you know, powerhouse programs if they're not outstanding, of course. Right. You know? But it just, I think it's just the beginning of it's all about me. And uh, think about it. You grow up on the, you know, playing pick up football or baseball or hoops or whatever with your buddies. And then you think, man, when we get up to high school, we're going to have a great team. And then the next thing you know, they're not playing with each other anymore. Well, that's what it is. There's no, they lose the camaraderie. They, they lose that there. There's not that anymore. And I, and I see that when I do these travel ball uh, umpire them, because these kids come from everywhere and they just show up to play and there's no, there's no togetherness, and right. also, uh, also part of it is the technology. The kids, kids don't need to leave the house. You know, back when we grew up, there wasn't any of this. It was, you know, go outside and play until dinner. You know, you better be right. be home before dark. And and yep. you you hung out with your friends and you had a camaraderie, and that translated on the ball field when you guys played together. And and. Today yep. we don't have we don't have that because you know kids aren't out there playing football when they have nothing better to do. They're playing video games. They're not out playing having a catch with a baseball. They're not doing those things that we did growing up. So it, it, there and there's no there is no camaraderie. There's no no way of of you know I don't know how to fix that now. I just I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that there's a reverse button for 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 what's happened. <laughs> right, I and, agree. And it, it's momentum too. It it, it 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 gains momentum. It's not losing momentum. Um, 
And, you know, it's, it's, it's like we were talking a little bit yesterday. It, it, it all comes down to money. Um, right. Right. It, it, whether, it is. Whether you you're, have money to, you know, buy a program for kids or whether you're, you know, looking for the next contract. You know, look at the Yankees. You know, with Stanton now, they might, they might be out $260 bucks with his injuries. Yeah, well, I well they got the insurance for that. They they have an insurance sure, policy. They don't have to pay that. They'll pay, they'll it'll cost them a couple million, and and they their insurance pays the rest. But uh, he's gonna get his though. But he's still getting his absolutely because it's yeah. all guaranteed. Yeah. It's all it's all guaranteed yep. money. So yeah. and yeah. It, it's it's one yeah. of those it's one of those things. I you know those guys get the money and and they they chase it it's there's no more loyalty you know because and because i don't get it i you know i i look at it that the marlins have had all these great great players that they shipped out that are you know they they could be competing for a world series every year i don't understand what they're doing yeah yelich <laughs> is the got the most votes i think for the all-star game uh, for the National League, yes, because Trout got yeah. for the American League. But yeah, he's it's, yeah. Uh, you know, you got rid of Yelich, you got rid of, uh, wasn't the catcher know. for the Phillies Stanton. there? He, uh, Armudo, uh, Stanton, you know, Real Muto, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there there's three guys right there that that probably could have ca- carried carried uh, the Marlins, uh, you know. To at least contention, yeah. anyway, be in yeah. contention. Yep. So no doubt, um, no doubt. So the, I guess, like we're, you just said, what's the? How do we fix it? And I guess it starts with the kids, you know, like wanting to, um, you know, the guys on the the playground or on the eighth grade team saying, "Man, we're gonna have a great a great team next year together." Like they've been hanging out since they're little kids, and now they're. You know, yeah, and I think develop a high school program. That's that's the fix. Yeah, know? and I think yeah. part of that, and I, I just here I see in Delaware here, you know, there's not enough emphasis put on the middle school level where you know these tech schools or whatever come in and and recruit these kids. And oh yeah, they could talk about tech all they want, but you know we're recruiting you for football or basketball or whatever it is. And and I don't think there's enough emphasis on getting those kids you know bringing them up to on friday night you you know put those kids in a jersey have them stand on the sidelines you know get them involved uh you know bring them up to your your end of the year dinner make them feel part of the team because and I, i just remember this you know the coach used to have it was saying goodbye to the seniors but also uh, a welcome to the upcoming freshmen like it, it was a it was kind of one of those type of uh, uh yeah. get together where where you know hey here we're introducing you to the new guys as we say goodbye to the old guys you know and, and uh, yeah, changing of the guard right and and yep. w- they don't do that here i i'm not, not seeing that here and so kids a lot of kids i think and they want to feel wanted they want that you know i want to feel like i'm re- being recruited whether it is the hometown guy or not i want someone to tell me that they want me to play 
and and if that's part of it right there, I mean, if you're going to sit on your hands and and wait for kids to just show up, you're going to be waiting a long time because they're not, you know, right. Uh, you got to go out and and invest the time and, and make them feel part of the program, and it, it's not you have and just in. Where where I'm at, you have a middle school. You have two middle schools that feed into a high school that are doing two different things. They're not even doing the things that the high school does, and they they play a game at the end of the season and make it such a big deal that that you know you're supposed to be one, but you're fighting against each other. It's kind of like you know you're, you're a family feud type of thing instead of. It should be, you know, my thing is it, that should be game one of the season. Play, practice together, and then come together and play against each other in a friendly game. And and because they're going to be playing together in all four years, and what winds up happening is kids wind up going other places, and and they don't come together because they have animosity from that game that they played the year before, and they can't play right. together. It, it, and it's. I don't know. It, it it needs needs to be. Yeah, you need to fix it. And I, and I know down in Florida, it's a little different down there. You know, you're probably probably still playing. Uh, you know, they're they're in the summer seven on seven, getting ready playing seven on seven right now down there. Um, yeah, it's year round, no doubt. Right, it, it, it's year round, and those kids are playing together and and they and staying together. Where you know, I I just I, I don't see that. I don't see that here. There, there is some little seven on sevens here, pockets, but there's no big, big thing like you know. I've been down to Florida. I've seen some of those big tournaments that they have on a Saturday, and I've seen more people in the stands down in Florida on a seven on seven Saturday in a hundred degree heat than I have on a Friday night for a regular football game here in Delaware. Yeah, it's like in those 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 teams you're talking about that's that's community events and there's people who don't even have kids that are out there watching it right you know you, you know most you know high school and youth sports it's family members that are going and maybe a rival coach or something like that but those those things you're talking about it's a community event and they, they make it fun you know they got the food some of them will have music and things like that and it's a it's a social event almost um and it's they get good support Right, but, but even those kids, you know, they're they're having fun at that level, and you know they're wanting to stay together. Like you look at like the Raiders with uh, uh, Holmes and uh, Landry. Now they're playing together. Um, they grew up together, and they, you know, hadn't played together since they were kids. And uh, you know the excitement they have with that, like Eric Davis and uh, Daryl Strawberry with the Dodgers, right, you know, coming to the Dodgers years ago. Um, and you know, see the excitement when players like that get reunited, and it's it's cool to see that, um, and it's the camaraderie you talked about. That and obviously it's going to go away at the pro level and college level, but at least at the high school level, it should be kept. There should be some unity there. Um, you know, be proud of your your neighborhood, your you know that you come from. That's all. And and I mean you do you have some you have some kids that stay they stay the course you know my my dad played here you're a legacy they're gonna go but I mean and and honestly don't fault a kid who you know gets the opportunity to get a better education 
you know, because... No, I, I don't fault them at all, and I don't fault the parents for, you know, embracing a, a better chance for their child. I, right. I don't fault any of that. It's just, it's, I guess it's, um, you have spillover benefits of things, and then you have, you know, the the flip side of it. Right. And everything's got a flip side. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Or a consequence, I guess, is a better, <laughs> better term. Right. Well, all right, man. I've, I've wasted enough of your time today. Uh, Always good stuff, man. And uh, I thought, you know, that that's something needs to be talked about, you know, in a public sense. Right. And uh, you're a caring guy, and you got you got reach, so maybe you, you know, you spread the word. All right. Sounds good. All good right, stuff. Good. Well, have a great Fourth of July, man. All right. You do time. the same. Thanks, man. All great right, call. Thanks. Bye. All right. Another great call. Be part of the show. Four two 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 four two eight. Coach Muddle, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just type it in. Uh, be part of the show. Uh, I'm going to take a uh, quick time out when we come back. More of your calls. And uh, Nevada Nick coming up uh, shortly. So we got to try and pack it all in here before the top of the hour. Uh, and uh, so we'll be right back. ESPN 930 AM and 102.1 FM, Delaware Sports Station. All right, it's me, Coach Muddle, and you're in the huddle. 4222428. You're in the huddle with Coach Muddle. Who's this? Coach, it's Frankie P from North. Hey, Frank, how you doing, buddy? Good. Hey, listen, that last call, that was good. Uh, you know, a, a, a big general concept uh, explained uh, by, like, local events on, um, on, on what's lost when you, when you transfer from, let's say, a local school uh, for an opportunity, and then it's kind of the road not taken, right? Right, right. Hey, uh, Frank, I don't mean to cut you off, but I got uh, someone else, a guest, coming coming sure. on right now so uh okay. give me a call back all right buddy uh how long i don't know about uh 10 minutes or so all right all right you. thanks a lot oh. oh now i lost everybody i did it again man i lost everybody nevada nick trying to call in and i gotta uh hopefully uh i couldn't couldn't get to the button quick enough and uh, <laughs> so I was having some problems during the break. So uh, so we'll uh, we'll see. I know uh, trying to get this uh, straightened out, but here he is. With no further ado, let me get a little bit of music going for him. All right. Hopefully, there's a little bit because uh, I have no idea what this music is when I turn it on so it's just a it's just a it's just a uh a button and, and it just says music so i just hit it and that's what comes out but here it is nevada nick how you doing buddy doing well all right uh so the phillies uh couldn't couldn't make it five <laughs> last night yeah um very embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, the Marlins Marlins kind of have their number, you know, it seems like. Yeah, no, they, they really do. Um, 
I mean, it's just it's just surprising, you know. Um, and it's not good for the. I mean, because no matter what, you know, the Phillies bounce back there. Or the press, but you know, we we had talked on Monday that you know the pressure was on and the heat was starting. To, and yeah, they win four games in a row, but still, like, it just once again with a game like last night that reminds you which what drives Phillies fans crazy, like. Right, when you have the bottom-of-the-barrel teams, you're supposed to win. You've got to win. And you know it, too, in football, all sports. When you you play the bad teams, you have to win. You can't, and especially, we're not even talking about, I mean, they've lost four straight now. I mean, it's. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, and and, and it, the Atlanta wound up winning last night as well. So right. you you lost you lost you another game back. Well, and and you know you look at it, we're not at the All Star break yet, and they're starting to really get uh, a, a a nice gap on them. And you know, yeah, you can still say, well, there's the wild card, and but you know the Phillies, you know they they invested a lot of money. And when you look at, like, where, how the Phillies started and the lead they had, I mean, it's a huge, I mean, it's almost like a 12 or 13 game swing. I mean, that's, I mean, I understand it's a long season. You know that. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. You know that, Coach. Right. But still, I mean, and anything can happen. But still, like, there's nothing saying to me, that I we can cling to like oh you know oh here's you know I just because you know McCutcheon got hurt and you know since then they just don't look like a good baseball team and you know Noel he pitched well the other night but you know he struggled I mean there there is nothing on their pitching staff not one pitcher starting pitcher that I mean Eflin's ERA is good but still that you're a hundred percent confident in. And and that's a problem. And then when you have a guy like Dallas Kukul out there, and all the money they invested, they wouldn't match Atlanta, who is also that's a double edged sword. You know, you're losing Kukul, but then you're also losing him to a division rival, who right now you're competing competing with for the division. Especially and when I have to go back and say, the owner says we're going to spend stupid money, and. And One you, year, thirteen million. I mean, that's, and that's not—that's what I mean. But I didn't see him I, do I, it. And, and coach, you, you know, I, I kept saying, "Get Kukul, get Kukul, get Kukul." You know, because especially too, they don't have a left-handed starter. Right. So there's a left-handed starter for you. I mean, you got all right-handed starters. It made complete sense. And then when I heard, when I heard he got signed, I thought it was going to be—you know—they gave him like three years or something, and and twenty. Two or twenty-three million per or something. Well, I saw one year thirteen million. My my mouth hit the floor, and I'm like, "What are they thinking?" Yeah, like, I, I, you know, being a Yankee in, guy, I thought I was the same way. You're all in. You're, you know, it's oh, we're we're going for the, and you're you're going to allow him to go to your your biggest rival. Well, you know, your biggest rival at this time for for the division, and. And and Monty, I, I just I was I was mind boggled, and right now he, he could, especially with the, how that staff is, he could slide in very nice there. And then if you know Noah gets it together and Eflin keeps pitching well, and then Kukul does well, and yeah, 
Kukul's not what he was uh, five, six years ago. But he had a 3-5 ERA and pitched over 200 innings in the AL. And you got you, you to gotta put that into f- to fact because there's a difference between the AL and the NL. Right. Because obviously you have the DH. And that's a huge strategical uh, thing for you because when the pitcher comes up a lot of times, which we've discussed before, as we both think, they should just get rid of the, you know, they, the DH should be in both leagues. I am on board with you 100% with that. But, I don't, you know, they don't do that. But still, you know, if that's not, you know, so a, guy, a left-handed starter who has a 3-5 URA, probably in the NL, be a little bit lower, maybe a 3-2, and can get you 200 innings, good pitcher. And, you know, I just can't believe they didn't sign him. You know, it's um, it's mind-boggling to me. So that one I'm not going to understand. And, you know, we'll see. But around that time, too, since, it's really been, you know, Atlanta really just going one way and the Phillies going another way. I'm not saying that's the, you know, the reason. But still, it's, it's, it, it's obviously not going to make things any easier. Yeah, it's it, you know you dig yourself a hole, and and at some point the hole's going to be too deep too deep to get yourself out of it. Right, right, and um, I mean, yeah, obviously they can get hot, but I mean, like I said, there's nothing showing me that. I mean, because oh, oh we we won four straight against the Mets. Well, yeah, I'm not impressed. Uh, the Mets did everything they could do to lose all four of those games. Right, because I mean, they, 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 the Mets they, really had a lead in every game. They they really could yeah. have could have won. They easily could have been on an 11-game or now 12-game losing streak had it had it very easily been that way, and people would have and, to be pushing the panic button right now. Right, and if you look at that, the Mets really should have won two or three at least. Okay, I can see coming back in one of them. You know, well, game one. I think game one would probably the Phillies. You know, I I mean, they wound up scoring thirteen runs, but the the last three games of those, they they, all the Mets should have won those three games. Yeah, no, I I agree one hundred percent. I so yeah, I I agree. You know, the Phillies really did you know fight back and you know have a big win in that game, but the other three. The Mets should have won. I mean, it, but uh, it's uh, and like I said, so I mean, once again, the heat is on. And if you know, I can't even imagine if they if they they better win the next two games because you don't want to hear we lost another series to the Marlins. And you know, it's I mean, because these are the games, especially in baseball, you really gotta you, you gotta win. And that was the big thing with the Braves last year. The Braves were pretty much 500 against the rest of the league, but they won over, it was like, I think, 75% against the, the NL East. And that's important because you're right. beating your division your division opponents. Right. And then you're playing 500 ball. And, and you, you know, and I'll tell you, with Andy Reid, that's what Andy Reid was, was good at. They always beat the teams they should beat. But they used to struggle with the, the very good teams, you know. You know, Andy would, you know, but but still. And I think that's the, the I I, I mentioned that earlier, Nevada. I I I mentioned that earlier, uh, just because uh, there was an article that Dallas is not probably going to sign re-sign Ezekiel Elliott, 
and and I just use you know because I I think that Philadelphia is the one team in the division that doesn't have a stud running back to help mm-hmm. their young quarterback. And right. right now, you know, what has your quarterback done? He hasn't finished a full season, you know. Right. Uh, but you paid him, and and I think that's going to send you back into the Andy Reid era, where you're really good, maybe win the division wild card every year, but not, and that's it. You're not you're not going to be yeah. that team, and I, and I think it's it, it is it all because not of a bell cow. No, you obviously won a Super Bowl without a bell cow, but yeah, I, I I still I still think that when you have a young quarterback, you need the bell cow to take some pressure well, off. Well, you know, Coach, too, everybody is a subscriber to now, and I look, you got to throw the ball to score points, but if at the end of the year. If you look at the things, if you look at the the true statistics, you still have to run the football, right? And you, 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 and you still have to play defense. You you, you have to be, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, they were running that football just because time of possession is huge. Running the football is huge, you know, just because you have to be able to get that first down in the fourth quarter and, and, and you know run that clock out and. I mean, running the ball is huge. I don't care what anybody says. They, they can call it old school, whatever. But running the ball, I mean, look at the Patriots. How did they win that Super Bowl last year? It wasn't, I mean, look, Tom Brady's great. He made big plays. It was Sony Michelle and that offensive line. Right. That would be what I would say was the most important thing. Down the stretch, they were playing dominant football. And that's the, on to the, the, just the point about the Cowboys. My, my, with them, I think their pro- biggest problem is Jerry Jones Absolutely. and Jason Garrett. Yep. Because if I had Ezekiel Elliott in my backfield, I would be like, and he did that. They had that horrible, not horrible, but bad start last year. And then guess what they started doing? Turning around and handing that ball. Well, and I, letting him be Zeke. Right. And, and that's part of the reason. In a play action pass. But that's part of the reason Prescott. Because Prescott, I'm sorry, he's pedestrian at best. Zeke makes him a quality quarterback because he takes the pressure off and allows him to throw the football because they have to bring another guy into the box. And and I think right. that's where that's where the Eagles lack is that right. teams don't have to bring a guy, an eighth guy, into the box because they don't have a guy that scares you. Right. You know, there's well, not that guy. With, with Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders, that's going to – but the thing I, I like, the kind of back I like, like I, I love LeGarrette Blunt because LeGarrette Blunt in that fourth quarter, when, you know, you're, you're, you've been playing for three quarters, you're starting to wear down, and, that, you know, and that offensive line, which the Eagles got a good offensive line, and I think that's, again, one of the most important things is football, and that's one thing Andy Reid always knew. You gotta have a good line. The game's won up front, both right. sides of the ball, hundred percent. And you know, you start wearing that team down, and a guy like Lavar Blunt can just basically put his will on you, and just it wears you down. And then you get that first down, you know, and then the next one, and then and then you can just basically beat a team into submission, you know. And um, yeah, I don't know if they have that running back, and. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I think Blunt may still be out there, and I'd love, I'd love to, to see them get him because a guy like Zeke too. 
just that size and that, you know, the power and the strength that they can just, you know, run after run after run. And and when you have that kind of line, it's just, you know, and, that, and you know, all linemen, if you played offensive line, you know, you want to run the ball because you're bringing it to the guy. When you're in pass protection, you let them come to you. When you're running, it's just a, it's, it's a mentality. You're bringing it to them. You're right. bringing it to them. You want and you want to run it. And they, you know, like, you know, I remember when I played off at the line, if you were doing well, you could run it again. Like, well, you'll want it. It's a, it's a, it's a mindset, an attitude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And I'm sorry, I'm getting a little, you know, a whole offensive lineman here, you know, <laughs> getting a little, uh, but I, it's, it's just, it's how it is, coach. You just want to, it's a mentality. And, you know, I, and like you said, with Dak, like his first year, so it was, they had the best offensive line in football. They had Ezekiel Elliott. They had Jason Witten. They had Dez Bryant. So, you know, it made Dez look, I mean, it made um, Dak Prescott look good. And Dak Prescott looked good. And he still is um, a good quarterback. But he definitely, you see, you know, you put him on uh, the Bills, Trust me, Dak Prescott wasn't going right. to look, you know. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. He could have had J.D. McCoy of his running back to Bill. <laughs> he wasn't going to look like Dak Prescott because he don't have the best line in the league, Des Bryant, and, you know. But, yeah, I think Jason Garrett's the biggest problem because he just doesn't. And this is one thing people used to get on Andy about. He doesn't stick to the run. And that's one thing I love about Doug Peterson. Doug, and I think he lost it a little bit last year. Because I think Frank Reich, the loss of him to Indianapolis, because I think he'd be, been his, be in his ear about running the ball, right. run the ball. You got. I agree run. with that. You gotta I agree stick with that. To it, even yep. when sometimes you're you're not, not having success, coach. Right. You got to keep running the ball. You got to. You got to keep the defense honest. So, all right, Nick, what do you got for us this week? All right, uh, today I'm going to go with. <laughs> I'm praying to the. The gambling gods and that's if I'm gonna go with the Phillies. So, you know, they they didn't they did good for me last week, you know. Um you would just hope after another loss to the Marlins and now it's four straight that you know, the odds would not the year, you know, that's all I'm looking at. I think they're gonna win today, but you know, they they gotta get it together. I mean, this is a team that there's there's they're talent wise significantly better than payroll wise, it's unbelievable the difference. So, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, they should be able to come out there today and get a win. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff, as always, from Nevada Nick. All right, Nevada, thanks, buddy. We will uh, talk to you next week, man. Sounds good, Coach. All right. Thanks. All right. Always good stuff from Nevada Nick. I'm going to take a quick timeout, and then I'm going to come back uh, and break the huddle. All right. Right back. ESPN 930 AM and 102.1 FM, Delaware Sports Station. All right. It's me, Coach Muddle. And you're in the huddle. 422-2428. Great calls. Uh, Coach Muddle, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just type it in. Be part of the show. Um, we've had some great stuff. Got time for one more call. You're in the huddle with Coach Muddle. How you doing? Coach, it's Frankie P. Hey, from Hey, Frank. How you doing, buddy? 
Good. Who was that guy from Florida? Man, he was spot on with some observations. Yeah, yeah, Gator Dan. Yep, Gator Dan doing doing uh, bringing some bringing some good stuff, man. I so. was wondering. I mean, here's what I sense. Let's say a guy starts in the the middle school. He plays on the team. Goes to the high school, same area. Plays on the same guys, and then he. Uh, he gets an opportunity for uh, a private school. Uh, well, I guess it would have to be from Pee Wee to middle school. And then so it's a private high school. So he jumps and he, he pursues an opportunity and he goes to a private school. And he goes there for opportunities probably just as much as education as sports. Um, is his, chan- his chances would be enhanced for like an Ivy League school, right? Or, a, or a, let's just say an upgraded school, another tier level school that he wouldn't have had if he stayed uh, in, a, in, a, in the public school system. Correct. Well, maybe I don't. I don't know that that's necessarily true. I mean, if you're, you know, you're getting. It depends on the school. I mean, like here, if you're going to a technical school, I don't think that makes a difference. But you're going to, you know, there's some private schools down in Florida that are in the top ten in the entire country. Then I think yes, right. that makes a difference. That makes a difference. Now that, but now that leads me to this question: Do, do, do those Ivy League schools do they give athletic scholarships? They I mean, do. Can you go to yes. Harvard? Mm-hmm. Can you go to Harvard and play football? On yes, college? you can. They're 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 Division One AA. It's like playing at UD or or anywhere else. But yeah, they give you they give you money. Oh, okay. So, um, I mean, so that, that's the educational opportunities. For, not in this area, let's just say, but but in other areas where there are um, they recruit they recruit from. Um, from from the area for for a private school, right, and right. Like when you're down in in Florida, there in the Fort Lauderdale area, you have St. Thomas Aquinas, who is a football powerhouse. They're they're nationally ranked. They travel nationally to to play other other high schools around the country, uh, and and those guys are going to, you know, they're going to go to some big time schools that. Which in Florida is different. I, I don't feel like you're going to get into a, a a better school, but does it look better on your resume that you graduated from, you know, St. Thomas Aquinas instead of, you know, some school in, in, in the hood somewhere? Absolutely. I, I think that, that that goes somewhere. So, but that's uh, that's just my take on it. And there's new camaraderies and new friendships that await you at the new school. If it's they are, but I, I, you know, all those kids are going in different directions. They they don't live down the street. You know, when you 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 went after school, you walked home with Billy. You hung out with Billy after school. He's not right. there. You know, they, you don't have that anymore. You know, you're so right. a lot of those kids right. that go to those schools are you know they get in a car and they're driving an hour to go home to go do homework uh-huh. and and whatnot. They're not. They're not seeing those guys, and 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 I think lot, that camaraderie loses a little bit. So. Right, a lot, a lot more mobile, and that'll that'll take away from walking home from school and stopping at the candy store. Right, I see what you mean. Right, yeah, right. So, all right, all right, good stuff, Frank. I gotta jump off yeah. here and uh, make room for the next show coming in. So, appreciate the call, and uh, we'll talk right. again. Thanks. Talk to you during the week. All right, thank you. All right, great stuff from Frank. That was great. Great show today, guys. Uh, I'm going to break the huddle, and we will be back next week. Same time, same place. So uh, remember, CoachMuddle.com, Coach Muddle, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just type it in and be part of the show. Take care.